Harlan was born in New York City and bleeds Giants blue. Derek has Super Bowl shuffled his way through life. They have plenty of thoughts on their teams, the NFL, and everything in between. This is TDs and Tangents. Who I won't be rooting for next? Who I won't be uh, think is going to win the Super Bowl next year? It's not them. It's the 49ers? <laughs> it's not no, the, I can't even mention. It's not the 49ers. I don't know how they were the the uh, the early favorites already, like right after the Super Bowl. But yeah. I don't with no defensive coordinator and well, we don't know. And uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, I'm going to say this: uh, uh, he's I can't. I won't. I won't. I won't vote for, against for him again. I won't, I won't think he because he, he's gonna fail in the clutch it's until tough. until he does it until he does it uh, he doesn't get my vote my vote of confidence yeah I don't know I, I don't have anything nice to say about him so <laughs> I don't even think I have bad to say about him either so let's just say whatever like like he leads teams that do very well and then don't <laughs> and it's just one game so you really it's hard to say it's him because it's only one game anyone could like you can just get out coached for one game i think he puts together really good teams his teams are really good they're really sound he usually gets out coached for like a half because they were fine yeah whatever i don't know <laughs> they did fire their defensive coordinator uh, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's because I don't think it's like a blame game sort of thing. I just don't think they got no. together. They don't got along yeah. very well. They get a, didn't so on, get along very well. I wanted to say on the radio out here, um, we have a guy who's like good friends with Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Like they went to Texas together. They he was in his wedding. Like that. Mm-hmm. They they're they're that friends. So he went to the Super Bowl. He was talking about before the game happened that Wilkes might be fired even after a win. Mm. He just said they just, he said from a standpoint of that he just they just don't work together well. He doesn't want Wilkes may not like to run the system they have because they had two coaches before him that were all in their system, right? Mm-hmm. So D'Amico Ryan's Robert Salah, like they Salah was there. Then D'Amico was the like a back not a backup but a uh, a linebacker coach or something with them, and he they promoted within. This is the first time they went outside, and they don't. It was like it's not Steve Wilkes' fault. He just doesn't like running the system that Kyle Shanahan wants to run. Yeah. So he just said that there. He said even if they, and I've heard other people say even if they would have uh, won, there was a good chance they would have parted ways. Yeah. And. That's what it is. I know there are people that knee jerk to like, oh, how could you fire him? Because blah, 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 this and that, numbers and all that stuff. And I don't even think it was about that at all. It was just no need no. to need to make changes. And uh, I, shoot, like, and it wasn't it wasn't like they needed to make a change. They needed to make a change because they wanted to make that change. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, our defense was terrible. We got to like overhaul. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just that. He made a hire probably a little quicker than he probably wanted to um, and didn't get the guy he wanted. <laughs> Whatever happened, it happens. Well, you know, I I think if we definitely fell victim this year to being in the Super Bowl and losing and then all of the defensive coordinators that were on the market, quote unquote, yeah. were gone already. Well, this, so. There's still one. There's still two. Out there, but they don't. They're not. They're. they're going, I think they'll wait for head coaching jobs. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, because I think 
the 49ers got somebody already, right? Didn't they? Did they? Oh, uh, I got to look it up. <laughs> 49ers defensive coordinator. Uh, uh, no, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was open. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it. Oh, it still is open because there's ex Seahawks coach Pete Carroll to rival 49ers. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> He's, he works in, internally with the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Belichick to 49ers. Kyle Shanahan once said it'd be a smart decision. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't see it happening. The, nope. Yeah, they'll hire somebody. Who knows who it'll be? Yeah, my they guess might, they might hire bring someone up. It'll be a famous last name. It feels like there's a lot of. Do you think so? I don't think that. It be feels a like there's a lot name. of nepotism in in the football <laughs> coach hirings. I mean, like even Shanahan himself is the son of a coach, right? And mm-hmm. like, don't be surprised. John if Gruden, yeah, son, brother John, John Gruden's brother, Jay and the Harbaugh's, and then you got. Uh, uh, the Ryan Bel- Belichick's both of his sons are yeah like there's lots still. of yep yeah. uh, so don't be surprised if it's like Vic Fangio's nephew or something <laughs> like that or who knows you know it's all good it's all the it'll be something like that Romeo Cornell's grandson and I hope he has a cool name too like uh <laughs> Romeo Cornell's pretty cool, so yeah, I know. Fun. I mean, yeah, if if you're you're following up Romeo and Cornell, like those are two names that are just like Hall of mm-hmm. Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame names. <laughs> oh Harlan, we gotta talk. We gotta Bears talk sports. and gotta Giants. We gotta Bears talk Bears Giants. Giants, right? Have the Giants yes. done anything? They've they've they announced their entire staff. I, I didn't see anyone. that. It was it was very uneventful. Um, but that's it. That's all they've done. Uh, the 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 talks is that Saquon has got a uh, different representation again. Mm-hmm. This will be like the third time he's had different representation. Uh-huh. Um, and they're gonna they're going to talk and they're gonna have a conversation at the combine. Um, I don't know what that means. If they're going to try to sign him or if they're gonna let him test free agency. Uh, but that's probably been all I've heard. I've, uh, the New York Post posted, uh, the, I think it was yesterday or today, they do not believe that the Giants will franchise Saquon Barkley. It, no. It will be a $12 million, $12 million to franchise him. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just don't think he'll franchise him. So if they don't sign him long term, he'll get his wish and he gets the test free agency. What the market's like out there, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. I, I don't know as much as I like Saquon. Uh, the 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 teams the team that I am interested in is in no position to spend big money on a running back. I don't think uh, no one is. Well, I you know what? Like, how good would Saquon look in that Baltimore Ravens purple and black? You look, you look catching passes good. out of that backfield. That that's it, it a, looked, that's an insane backfield. I'm gonna tell you something though. I'm huh. Tell you something. That okay. backfield is cursed. You get behind what is that, that backfield. Too? You, is that too? You will be injured. <laughs> that backfield there is that. Is yeah, cursed. it's like a Bermuda Triangle or something, right? I don't know. <laughs> yes. But they can't keep a healthy running back. But that's a they good can't looking... keep a healthy anyone. That'd be really sick, though. I mean, just Sa- Saquon. Yeah. I, yeah. 
You know who's yeah. got a lot of money and, and needs to make improvements? Who? The Washington Commanders. What if they threw Ugh. money at Saquon? I hope he wouldn't do that. Because winning <laughs> is something that that's he said rivalry. he wanted to do. That's rivalry <laughs> for you. I'm, no, no, that's that's they they're not very good. <laughs> no, they're not. They're gonna, they're, gonna a, they're gonna have a young quarterback. A new coach. A new head coach. They got Magic Johnson hyping everybody up. Don't do it. If you if, if winning is something that yeah, you're, you're not gonna get a Super Bowl there. But I mean, I, I, not when there's other teams that could possibly want you. And you could take a one like the thing about him as a running back. He's gonna mm-hmm. try to go for that long term contract first, as right? Of should. course, yes, that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. But if the long term contracts are not there, then he's just a hired gun. He could mm-hmm. he could go someplace for a year on a prove it deal and play for six million seven million and go someplace like Kansas City, like, you know what I mean? Like, what's well, not a prove it deal? Go, I, I don't know. Kansas City's not even in the market for a running back though, so uh, they're probably not. But he can, he can he can go he can go to the Chargers. He can on a prove it deal one year. He could go pretty much anywhere he wanted to. If you if you if you throw long term t- long term uh, contract off the table, but he's he not, can go he's to a competitor. A, he's not in a prove it deal position though, right? Like he's in, he's he's not like coming off an injury or coming off of a particularly down year. He's still Saquon. he didn't go to thou- Yeah, he's he's still Saquon. But that's what I'm trying to say. If if it comes down to he is still unsigned, if he's unsigned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the season is starting because he didn't like the contracts that were out there. Because that's the only thing would be he doesn't like the contracts out there. I don't think that I think there will be suitors for him. I, I don't think I think there's a market for him. But if he doesn't like the money being offered, I could see him sitting out a year. Not sitting out a year, but then basically not taking a long term deal and taking maybe an eight year eight eight million dollar six million dollar uh one year deal. And then redoing this again going into next year. Yeah. I, well, yeah. If there's nothing else there, like I, I don't know why you would. You, you, you definitely want more than one year. Uh. So where you would definitely you do. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of like what are potential landing spots. Here's I've a t- heard. Okay. And I, this is the Cowboys. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. Well, because yeah. the Cowboys are in desperate need of a running back. And they they would they 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 would only want you for one or two years anyway. I don't think they're going to give you a long term deal. That's true. But hmm. they they're talking about either him or Derrick Henry. The Cowboys will want Derrick yeah, Henry. They, they, their biggest problem was well, they had several problems, but I think one of their <laughs> biggest problems on offense was they could not run the ball consistently, and they also yep. could not get short yardage. Yes, by running the ball. Yep. Yep. Derrick Henry solves both of those problems. Correct. Correct. And I, t- he should be their number one option because I don't want to see He's still good. He's 20, 27 or 28. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know why you would. I, I know why Tennessee is not going to sign him because the, the, the it, money yeah. involved doesn't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're not in a position where a running back could help put them over the top. Like, same reason why the Giants would. Same way. Like, <laughs> if, the, if the Giants signed Saquon. It is simply because we have He's money we face. have to spend, and this yeah. is like a goodwill gesture. Like we we've got yes. we've got all of the the free agents we could possibly get. 
we have nothing left. We, we have no other options. We need Saquon. So hopefully Saquon doesn't find himself where he's in that position where he's just like, mm, I guess I'll go to the Giants. So hopefully he goes somewhere. But Derrick Henry to the Cowboys or Saquon to the Cowboys is interesting. I think uh, Carolina yeah. is an interesting landing spot for uh, uh, not, a running back. Not for someone who wants to win. Not for someone who wants to win. No, but there's only so many teams that are going to spend money on a running back, and especially ones that are in positions to win. I think the Cowboys are probably like the team that will spend yeah. money on a running back. Because uh, that's, that's the, and, they're probably the biggest position to need, I think. And and, and I not, think it's just like what they, what Jerry Jones likes to do. Yeah, get the name, <laughs> bring the name <laughs> he, in. He likes the oh, name. Sure. He likes the running back. He's always like that. I mean, it worked with Emmitt Smith, so that it'll, <laughs> it'll continue to work, right? I've I've heard Saquon to the Chargers. See, that doesn't make any uh, sense because they have Austin Eckler right now, and he's a free mm-hmm. agent. So why yeah. would you why would you not? Well, take- Austin Eckler's thirty, isn't he? No. Or is he the same age to say? I th- I think they came in this. They're about the same age. Austin Eckler, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, yeah. So turns he'll be twenty-nine by the uh, when season starts. And I think Saquon just turned twenty-seven. His birthday was recently. Let's see. NFL free agent running backs. This is going to be a good list. Yeah, twenty-seven. This is going to be. Here's just the top ten, and that's all we need. Because mm-hmm. at number ten is Gus Edwards, at number nine is J.K. Dobbins, <laughs> at number eight is A.J. Dillon, at number seven A.J. Is... Dillon. He's still. He's not. He's still playing. Yeah, you played yeah, Green he Bay. Was last running year. back he's... for the Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. He just was hurt a lot, wasn't he? No, that's the other one. Um, who's the other running back they have? Because they have two running backs. They do. The other guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, seven is Zach Moss. Six is DeAndre Swift. Five is Austin Eckler. Four is Tony Pollard, which I think is too high. Three is Saquon Barkley. Two is Derrick Henry. And one is Josh Jacobs. That's how they have Mm. listed on here. Josh Jacobs being the youngest out of that group, right? Uh, Probably. Something like that. I I bet you... uh, 26 years old. He just turned 26, so... I bet you him and uh, not DeAndre Swift, but Zach Moss. Zach Moss has got to be a young guy, right? I yeah, but know. Zach Moss doesn't have hasn't had the success that the others have. Oh no, heavens no! <laughs> yeah, he's twenty six as well. Yeah. So yeah, and this is that he has had four years, so his rookie contract is done, right? So that's why he's a free agent. Uh, and I think you're going to see guys like. Uh, What's his face from uh, Cincinnati? Um, Mixon? Mixon getting cut. I think you're going to see potentially, potentially uh, Chubb getting cut too for the same reasons. Injuries? No, uh, salary cap reasons. Mm. He's he's due like, I think Chubb's due like 14 or $15 million next year. I saw something that the salary cap is supposed to be like two thirty nine, yeah. projected. Let's see. Uh, oh, I hate googling anything Browns related. Browns <laughs> salary cap. It just screws up everything. You start googling for Browns yeah, things. Two forty three is the projected salary cap. Yeah, let's see. 
Uh, Nick Chubb well, is a $15.8 million cap hit next year. Oof. He's $4 million dead money if you cut him. Mm, it almost makes sense. Yeah, which sucks because because he's one, injured. He's and, coming off that injury, right? Which is bad an, injury. Which is another reason to cut to probably cut him. Which I hate mm-hmm. saying that, and that's why if you're a running back or any football player, you want long term guaranteed money, right? That you need that. Uh, but he, he, that's a name that'll be a free agent, probably. And I think mixing the same thing. And right now the Browns are 19 million over the cap. So it's an easy, it's an easy. Oh, that's because they have save. they have what's his face is a $63 million cap hit. Almost $64 million. Miles? Oh no. Oh uh, the other guy. Watson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at his name. Yeah. I just ugh. um for a guy that I so wanted the Bears to draft and that I so wanted <laughs> the Bears to trade for. Thank goodness neither of those things happened because I, I just I couldn't do it. Um oh my god, speaking of the bear stuff, I saw someone talk about the bears should have a reunion with Mitch Trubisky since he was released from the what? for what <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers? Why? Because they said you're gonna you're gonna need a third. If you get rid of fields, <laughs> you're gonna need to bring them back home, is what the guy said. I was like, uh no. this has gotta be a joke, right? I, I no. Because there's, uh, I don't even want to talk about that What? I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's probably a fine human being. I liked him when he was on the Bears. He put in a lot of effort, a lot of hard work. He just isn't a, he just isn't a professional skill. quarterback. He lacks the skill. He just yes, lacks, he he lacks, lacks the skill. And, and he was one of those things where when the Bears drafted him, it was, it was all the things because he was – Quarterbacky, right? He was <laughs> tall and a little bit immobile. He had a strong arm. All these things, like oh, he'll well, even though he's never really thrown a ball in the in college uh, a, a whole lot, he's only been a starter for one year. Uh, I, I'm we'll turn, we'll turn him into at, something. I'm still amazed at how high he got pit. Like, yeah, too. He does at times. <laughs> at times. He doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. <laughs> and he was the number two pick. He was the number two pick. He was the pick that when it happened, I was like, okay, I'll <laughs> I'll I'll, fig- I'll find a way to uh, like this. Right? Uh-huh, you know, you don't uh-huh. Mitchell mm-hmm, Trubisky. The Bears picking Mitchell Trubisky was like the first time I saw the Phantom Menace in the theaters. <laughs> I was like all right, oh. <laughs> it's Star Wars. I'm going to find a way to like this. And then when I went back to the theater that same day. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm starting to see why this is good. Right? <laughs> and then, and then people were like, "You want to go see Star Wars?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go see it. I've seen it. It's re- I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, this is good. This is good. And then, that's what Mitchell Trubisky is." <laughs> you just kept conning yourself into believing yep. it was good. It's like, oh yeah, Darth oh. Maul. That's that's why it's good because there's two lightsabers and one. Yeah, <laughs> it's because Mitchell Trubisky threw six touchdowns against the uh, emaciated defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that year. Oh, he or was, was it the Washington Washingtons? It's like, oh yeah, he's good. He is also alternate he pro, pro bowler. Bowl. Alternate pro bowler. <laughs> Keep it straight. Oh. 
Are we? Are we? Are we just throwing that, that this uh that disclaimer in there? That that, that asterisk alternate. Well, uh, he, he's not listed as a Pro he Bowler. Played. If if he look, if you look, I'm like, pretty sure he is. He wasn't elected I'm as a Pro sure. Bowler, so he's not a Pro Bowl quarterback, right? So that's not how that works. Uh, well, that's that, not how that works. It, 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 yes, it is. If you go to Pro Football Focus, it says one Pro Bowl. One. Yeah, well, yeah. I, okay, so he Pro attended the Pro Bowl as a participant. Mm-hmm. After every other oh, quarterback, as every other quarterback in the NFC wasn't able to go. Yes, Mac Jones <laughs> is also a Pro Bowler. Yeah, but he was he was elected. He was elected. Uh, he was not like an alternate. He was he was one of the three. There's always a, an a, an elected person that's going to get it because usually the Pro Bowl quarterback can't play. Like, well, yeah, the Super that. Bowl one, yeah, sure, right. So he's but, fourth. So fourth is fine if fourth, no. <laughs> he gets it. Yeah, just just it. like Darth Maul was fine. <laughs> that's a, that's what I mean. Yes, that Pro Bowl that Pro Bowl skews a lot, a lot. Like because he, he, it was not a bad year for him either. You know, it wasn't great. Crazy? It was his best year, and it still was. Twenty four touchdowns is not bad. He was. He had. A, he had a fine. He actually had a, a pretty darn good season. But now here's why Mitchell Trubisky is coming back to the Bears <laughs> because it is, I believe, some sort of anniversary for the Phantom Menace and it's being re-released in theaters. <laughs> I just realized that. I think it's the 30-year anniversary or the 20-year anniversary. Is this the, did they remove Jar Jar Binks out of it? Yes. He's, this <laughs> is Jar Jar Binks. This I mean, is, they got to uh, remove him out. You can't just keep. Oh, oh, yeah, digitally <laughs> removed all. Oh, the way uh, George Lucas intended it. I never <laughs> meant to judge it. I finally have the technology to remove my greatest mistake. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the Phantom Menace came out in 1999. It's the 25th anniversary, and it's being re-released in theaters. Who's gonna go see it? Did they not see it? Did everyone <laughs> not see it already? There was a point where I was like, "Do I want to go see that?" <laughs> oh, no. no, no, you don't. You don't. No, I, I'm not going to, but I will have an internal struggle. I don't know why. I have no, I do not like the movie. I have no desire to see it, but it'll come oh, out and be no. like, hmm, Star Wars at the theater, huh? Maybe I want to go see that. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't want to see I know it. I don't. You know I know. Want... They're, they're, Jar Jar Binks <laughs> steps in poop at one point, but then he also gets his tongue stuck in like some electric, some electrical thing that makes his face numb. Oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> I only know these I things because I, I recently you saw it three, four times in the theater. Well, you said, yes, <laughs> but I rewatched it a, a handful of years ago with fresher eyes with my children, and I one hundred percent understood what George Lucas wanted to do, right? You could see it. Okay. You're like, okay, this is what he wants to do. But then there's this Jar Jar Binks thing that gets thrown in. And it's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Then he wants to do that. And the editing is so terrible. Every scene is is like 45 seconds to three minutes too long. And you're just like, oh, okay. That's what Mitchell Trubisky is. <laughs> oh, man. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I, we throw bust around. I think a little too loosely. Oh, for and sure. I wouldn't quite call him a bust, but I just don't know what they saw in him. Hmm. At, not in that pick. Not in that at that pick. N- not not when you had a national champion there. They they didn't y'all go up to get him too. Uh, just only one spot. <laughs> to, to, to only one spot. They as were at if, three. They were at three if, and moved up to two. Because we knew. had to have Mitch Trubisky. Somebody, somebody was blowing a lot of smoke. And y'all, y'all, y'all bit it. Y'all went so, for a hook, line, and sinker. Ryan Pace, who was the GM at the time, had a history mm-hmm. of bidding against himself in negotiations. Like he, he, he—he's the smartest one in the room. That's always, the person you should be and, and, that, and that's what he did there. There was no need to move that one spot because now let. So here's the rationale. I remember. I remember when it came up, like. The rumor was that the Browns were looking to move up to two to take Mitch Trubisky, which should immediately be the indicator that you should not take. You Mitch should. Trubisky. You should have no interest in Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. That should be the indicator in one. You should be like, oh wait, I need to reevaluate my life, and then you take either Jamal Adams at three, which is what everyone thought was going to happen, mm-hmm. or you take Watson or Mahomes. Watson or Mahomes. And Mahomes Mahomes, was obviously the right choice. Yeah, but I think Watson was the the immediate right choice. Mm -hmm. And when they moved up to two, I was like, are they doing that to get Watson? Like, I didn't know. (laughs) I really thought they were going to draft Deshaun Watson. Which, in hindsight, there was was some mistakes that was made in that draft. Um, Mm -hmm. Mr. Bisky being one of them, because there's a lot. There's a lot. I didn't realize that Deshaun Watson went 12, that Mahomes yes. did go ahead of him. Kansas City knew to trade up to get Mahomes. That's their that's the one they wanted. Yep. Man. That's smart of them. So smart. Yep. And one of the key pieces in the front office that was uh head of college personnel and development is now the Bears general manager. Mm. So he's gonna make dumb moves. He's gonna he's gonna do something dumb. He's no, I don't think so. I don't think he's done anything. <laughs> I, I I think his worst move was Chase Claypool, but at the moment, I don't think it was a dumb move. Because you got rid of him, he realized his mistake and, and got rid of it as fast Ripped as possible. Band-aid and still got a six round <laughs> pick for him. And all he did yeah. was ruin the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no. Well, let's talk about doing something dumb because I I did do it. There's been a lot of talk about uh, dumb things. And uh, and most of those dumb things involved the draft Mm. and uh, what's coming up. And I saw this and this is Giants related. So (laughs) I haven't scrolled up yet. Former NFL GM Mike Tannenbaum. Mike Tannenbaum was the head Mm, of player. GM of the Jets. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay. Twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen, I think is what it said. I had it up. I don't want to look pull it up again. Uh he I proposed know Fireside Giants. What's that? Oh, I saw I've I've seen Fireside Giants at uh the, the group. He proposed this trade. Hold on. Let me let me do this. Let me 
What? Do this. What? I saw. I see his face. No. <laughs> the Bears receive the 2024 first round pick number six. The 2024 second round pick number 39. Uh, the Giants 2015 first round. The Giants 25 second round. And edge rusher Kayvon Thibodeau. And Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> the Giants received the first overall pick. This is his I'm proposed trade. The, I'm waiting for the end. I'm nope, waiting that's for it. the end. That's it. I, I only no. reason I liked it was so I could find it again. Uh, because I, if uh, I'm the Bears, I would never do this pick trade in a million years. Oh, you wouldn't trade it? No. I wouldn't trade it. I no. think we're giving away too much. For the number one pick, I don't. I'm going to tell you something. There's only a few times where I think the number one pick is worth something astronomical more times than not i think yeah they're good they're good but can you find talent as good in that draft how many times is the number one pick in the draft the best player in the first round or the best player of that draft i think more times than not it's not he's not sometimes let's see oh boy we have to pull up all the first round draft picks um but are we going off of relative value at position or? I, I just think like if you look at the first round and you looked around and you saw who was the picked in that draft, you could probably find someone better than have who had a better career than that person, than the number one pick of that draft. I'm looking at the draft with Miles Garrett, who is a great player, but Patrick Mahomes is also in that draft at 10. Christian yeah. McCaffrey was also in that draft and got drafted at eight. Like there are a lot of good players that in the first round. So I've always thought that the first pick of that draft has always been a little bit overrated. Let's go. Last year was Bryce Young. It's TBD. Trayvon Walker. TBD, but yeah, right now you can clearly say number two, CJ Stroud was the better player. Oh, TBD, oh for sure. TBD, though. TBD, uh, he, 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 it's, it's too early It is so tough. Like It is. I, I You know, even... Even three years in, five years in, it's hard to say, particularly at the quarterback position, and they're so young. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just really tough. CJ Stroud you is think- an anomaly. He had the best rookie season of a quarterback ever. And now, because of it's was it's recent in fresh people's minds, it's gonna be the standard in which all first round quarterbacks and, and there's no <laughs> way it can be. You cannot have the exception to the rule be the rule. It just, it just, it's not how it works. Mm-hmm. So let's see. And then he had Trayvon Walker the year before. The year before that was Trevor Lawrence. The year mm-hmm. before that was Joe Burrow. The year before that was Kyler Murray. The year before that was The Bake Show. The year before that was Miles Garrett. The year before that was Jared Goff. The year before that was Jameis Winston. The year before that was Jadavian Clowney. Mm-hmm. The year before that was Eric Fisher. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Year before that, Andrew Luck. I have, year before that, Cam Newton. Year before just, that, Sam Bradford. Year before that, Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Year before that, Jake Long. Wow, he went mm-hmm. first, Jake Long? The Dolphins tackle. I don't remember him being the first round pick or number one pick. Uh, year before that, uh, was your boy Jamarcus Russell. Year before that, Mario Williams. That Mario career. Williams was remember when when he went first and everyone couldn't believe it wasn't Reggie Bush. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, you before that, Alex Smith. You before that, your boy Eli. Before that, Carson Palmer. Boy, it's the quarterback so often. You before yeah. that, David Carr. You before that, Mike Vick. You before that, Courtney Brown. You before that, the expansion Cleveland Browns took Tim Couch. You before that, Peyton Manning. Year before that, Orlando Pace, two Hall of Famers. First, Hall time, of first time we've hit a Hall of Famer so far. <laughs> uh, year before that, Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, wide receiver. Oh, boy, that's wild. Year before that, Kajana Carter. Year, that was running and, backs. That was the last running back. <laughs> Penn State running back. Bengals traded, traded up to get him, too. And he was an immediate non-factor uh, <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, before that, Dan Wilkinson. You before that, Drew Bledsoe. You before that, Steve Emptman. Defensive end for Washington. Uh, oh, from Washington to the Colts. You before that, Russell Maryland. You before that, Jeff George, Illinois quarterback. <laughs> so we got Pace in that in that span that you said, Orlando Pace and Peyton Peyton Manning. Manning. And future Eli Manning. But we'll just say for right now, Peyton Manning. Hold on. And 1989, Troy Aikman. So there you go. Okay. There you go. So in the last 30 years, <laughs> two yes. Hall of Famers. 35 years, one two hall, three, three Hall of Famers in 35 years. And there's a, a bunch of Hall of Famers littered probably un- directly underneath them. The ne- Always. <laughs> but a, if, you, a- if you look, though, it's mostly quarterbacks. Yeah. And that's the hardest position to, to to judge. One of the hardest position to judge. That's why I don't like the moving up to get a quarterback, especially when you don't know what they're going to do. So, like we said, so much goes into that quarterback position. If the environment is not correct, they may never be good. And now that you are giving the quarterback only two and a half years to showcase it with his talent. It's hard. You yeah. go into a system. You don't have the players. Um, you're on a short lease. CJ, I mean, uh, Bryce Young, he's on the clock now to be good. He's If he's not good, yes. if he's not good this, this next year, you might as well just say he's done. <laughs> and that's unfortunate. Which is, which is ridiculous, yeah. It's ridiculous. And he'll be good somewhere else. I like You, that, hope. you hope. That Panthers team was abysmal they were so Hard. bad Hard. they were so bad Th- they-, they were their level of bad was reflective of where they drafted even though they traded up nine spots to get there they were a seven win team the year before yeah. and they regressed to a th- two win team were well, they that, two and that- 15 last year it's just it's ter- it's insane how bad but they were they got rid of everyone Oh, that team true. that was seven wins had Christian McCaffrey for half a season. Yep. It had DJ Moore for an entire season. Yep. It had other players like on defense. They they just they just gutted that entire team for nothing. And they brought in Adam Thielen. But now if you now <laughs> if you're going to draft a first round quarterback, taking mm-hmm. one at number one is more times than not. The better option. Good. The better option. So even the ones that we have, we have Aikman, but they have Jeff George, who ultimately he had a good career. He had some. He had a pro. He Bowl was all right. Never years. made a Pro yeah, Bowl, but he was years. all right. Right. Okay. And then you have Drew Bledsoe. 
Mm-hmm. I always thought he was a solid quarterback. Solid point. Th- yeah. Pro solid. Bowler, Super Bowl champion. I'd take him. I'd yeah. take him. He's, I'd build the team around him. He just had uh, an unfortunate career with some injuries later on when he should have been. Yeah. Yep. Peyton Manning. I'd take him. Oh, of course. Of course. Tim Couch. Uh, uh. Yeah. Okay career. He was an okay. He had, he had a solid, I think a solid career that a solid career that would never happen nowadays because he wouldn't get the chance yeah he only played eight eight seasons mm-hmm. four for the cleveland browns one for the packers then he was out of the league for a couple of years or was hurt for a couple of years he just injuries he and he was on the browns him. like what are you yep. gonna do mike fick of course i take it. of course yeah <laughs> of course david carr Unfortunate. Uh, I, unfortunate. I, I, I think and that's that, a bad situation. That's, that's a, a bad very situation bad situation as well. That, that Texans. He, yeah. yeah. He might have had some talent. We 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 didn't we didn't get to see that. We, yeah. had, we didn't get we got to see him running away. He, he got sacked more than like any human on the face of the earth has ever been sacked. <laughs> Carson Palmer the next year. Yes. Good pick. Great pick. Very good. Eli pick. Manning the next year. Good pick. Good pick, great pick, right? And great and pick, that's yes. that's all that now that's a draft that has two Hall of Famers in it. Because I, I think three if you want to consider Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer. Well, yeah, I do consider oh yeah, because of Big Ben too. Ro- ben yeah. Roethlisberger is in there. I, I, I forgot about Roethlisberger, right? So so <laughs> I, there's three. There's three Hall of Famers in, in that draft class. Three Hall of Famers yeah. that went in the top uh in the first round. Mm-hmm. Next season, Alex Smith. Good, great career. Great I, career. Good, yeah. good good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have Jamarcus Russell. Uh, yeah, no, that's not. That's, that, that's, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's an unfortunate <laughs> one right there, right? Then you have uh-huh. Matt Stafford, Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. Yep. Sam Bad Bradford. Lions. Sam Bradford, good. Uh, no. 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 He was, he was, I, too, I, yeah. he was too injury riddled to do anything. Then you have Cam Newton the next year. Good. Pro mm-hmm. Bowler, Build offensive the team around year. Them, Pro Bowler, all pro. MVP, yeah. right? MVP, yep, yep. Andrew Luck. Dude, I... I You'd pick him again. I, yeah, regardless of not? everything again, I'd pick him again. Jameis Winston. He could. He. Uh, I like Jameis, <laughs> but I That's probably wouldn't one, pick yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> that is a tough one because I think there's another quarterback that went in that draft in the first round, and I'm going to look and see it right now. Oh, maybe not. Well, I mean, Marcus Mariota went two. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't pick him. Is that the draft? No other quarterbacks went in the first round. No other quarterbacks. And, went and in I don't the second know how round. you don't pick Jameis Winston. Like yeah. done again at the college career that he had. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you pick him. But like, if you if you're if you're going quarterback, he's the number one pick, right? He's the number one pick mm-hmm. and, for sure. And he he had some talent. Yeah, like like. He could throw the ball. He had some talent. I don't know what his he problem is. He can still is. throw a ball. Right? <laughs> he can still the, throw the ball. The only other quarterback besides, build the team around him. <laughs> besides Mariota, who was he? I don't even know if Mariota was in the league last year. That was still in the league is Trevor Simeon. He was uh, in the <laughs> sixth round that year. Mm, yeah, uh, was... Okay, so that was Jameis Winston. Next year was Jared Goff. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Uh, then he had he the Bake w- Show in 2018. Yeah, he's Who's he's looking for a job apparently? They're yeah, they're they're uh releasing him, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> then next year he had Kyler, 
yeah. The next year you have Joe Burrow. Yes. <laughs> and the next year you have Trevor Lawrence. To be TBD. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now, here's the other quarterbacks in the draft, though, right? So in the first round, you have Trevor Lawrence, you, you have Zach uh-huh. Wilson, you have Trey Lance, you have Mac Jones, you have uh, Justin Fields, you have. Uh, the, I mean, that was all the first round. Yeah. So, so I mean, if if you're going quarterback, you're sitting at number one. You need a quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is your pick. He's been a, he's been a Pro Bowler. Yes. Took him to the playoffs. Has. They've won a playoff game. He's the only one of the group that you could say that for. And then you have uh, Bryce Young last year, right? Which, if we're only going off of one season, is the wrong pick. Is the wrong pick. But it's only one season. But boy, his situation is terrible. Like of all the. <laughs> Like usually when you're the number one pick, you're going to a team that is bad. That's that yes. is crazy bad. And but his the thing is that's crazy about him, it wasn't they didn't earn that pick. No, right? they traded. So they for weren't it. that bad. They weren't like, when but you, then when they you became think, that bad. They're like, <laughs> well, I guess we gotta. Bad. But that I mean, doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. How would you do that? <laughs> How would I don't you know. do that? Not well. I mean, it's the ownership. It's that whole. It's that whole fiasco that is the the Panthers, right? The Panthers. They gave up all that capital to move up to one, which now becomes this this draft standard. That's the part I love about it, right? Because every other draft, every other draft, if somebody is in the number one spot that doesn't want to be there, and there's a quarterback, the Bryce Young deal is the standard now. That's the gold standard for determining uh, what you're going to have to mm. give up to move. And and everything was based upon how good is Bryce Young, <laughs> right? So yeah. if Bryce Young turns out to be a good quarterback, and you're just like, okay, well, I mean, that's what, but if Bryce Young turns out to be a not good quarterback, everybody's yeah. sitting up there at the top. It's going to be like, all right, yeah, I'm willing to deal. What are you going to get at me? Because look what it, look what was given up for Bryce Young. Right? You have to like I ah. Uh... I, like I said, I don't I don't like giving up that much for for that, especially in this year when. Okay, so I'm looking at the draft of Trevor Lawrence. Three mm-hmm. quarterbacks went one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. You could argue that you you wanted to be the guy that got Trevor Lawrence and didn't want to get those other guys. You could that, that argument oh for sure be me. <laughs> what Justin Fields was at eleven. And I yeah. don't. I still don't think the, the jury's out on Justin Fields yet. I think he can. He's definitely better than Zach Wilson and Trey Lance because yes. we haven't seen any Trey and Lance. Mac Jones. We've seen. Yeah, Mac Jones. Yep. Even Mac Jones got a Pro Bowl, but I always say that's a yeah. See the here nor there. Now, so now that's a weird draft, though, and here's why: because it's coming off the COVID year, so you had there was no combine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no combine. There was no. Uh, it was an abbreviated season. Not everyone played like Trey Lance. Like, right. Yeah. So. You're really going off of the stuff that they did. You're going off of pure two tape. years before. It, yeah. Pure tape and zoom interviews. And that's what you had. <laughs> right. So it's a, it was a weird draft. So it's one of those, like when it happens, like if you got a hit in the first round, you're like, Hey, good job. And if you got a bust, you're like, Hey, what are you going to do? All right. And like, what it was this? You know, it's crazy. I'm looking at that draft. It's a solid draft, but those except those those quarterbacks. Yeah, the the quarterbacks at the top and Kyle Pitts and Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts at four, 
That's not good. But Jamar Chase at five, Wade Waddle at at four. Kyle Pitts is not the problem with Kyle Pitts in in Atlanta. (laughs) The the, the problem with Kyle Pitts in Atlanta is now the offensive coordinator uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're right. Like, you got Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. Penny Sewell. Yep. J.C. Horn, cornerback of the, the Saints. Patrick was Sertan. Saints no, he's oh, Panther. Car- Carolina. Car- Pan- yeah. Panther. Patrick Sertan, Devontae Smith, Justin Fields, Michael, Michael Parsons. Parsons. Rashawn Slater. These are all good picks. Yeah, yeah. Except for Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and maybe Kyle Pitts. We don't know. We still haven't yeah. seen anything. Top of the Kyle draft Pitt. is tough. Right? But, like, but all those teams were in quarterback needing mode. Every one of them in the San Francisco gave up a ton to get up there. They gave way too much to get to three. Yes. They moved from what? 12 to three or whatever. Way too much to get to to three. three. Like just give up a ton. And y'all just gave up a first round for next year to move up to 10 to 11 from 20 though. Yeah. So the bears were at 20. That's moving up 10 picks, right? To get a quarterback. Mm -hmm. So the, so the quarterback makes it a more valuable trade already right yeah yeah yep so the positional it, value of what you're trading up for increases the price the bears gave up you, they want to be in the fourth pick in the draft yeah was it they, it was they, fourth they right swapped, was it three yeah. what's that oh, was, oh the I, next year because yeah because it, it wanted to be in cave on thibodeau for us yeah it was like the fourth pick i think or the i think it was the pick. fourth pick so but don't worry, because with our 20 pick, we got Kadarius Tony. So thanks for that, guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> shoot. I mean, that, that's one of those things. It's like, man, you don't know. Whatever. Like, what's going to happen? And you look around what was what what the Giants had to pick from there. Uh, Christian Darisaw maybe would have been a good offensive tackle. Micah Parsons went next. Not at 20. Oh, oh, up at 11? Yes. Yeah. Like, Michael Parsons yeah, went 12. Oh, yeah. 20. We 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 traded back, I think, again. Did we get? I thought we traded back multiple times that draft. No, 20 was what the Bears gave 20 you. was what y'all had? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at up. it. I'm just scrolling down. Like, even, I I think the Rashad Bateman went as a wide receiver after that. Who cares? He's always hurt. Elijah Moore. Who cares? Um, yeah, because we needed a wide receiver, so um, yeah, there isn't a wide receiver in the next two rounds. Rondell Moore went to Arizona, yeah, who cares? Yeah, Nico Collins, maybe in the third round, yeah, he's playing good, but I mean, we we still need running, we still need wide receivers, uh, so. Yes, you and do. It, and this year we we have the sixth pick. Sixth pick. You have number six. Yeah. Um, and the, the question is, are we gonna spend it on a quarterback or move up? Which no, no, we're not moving up. We're gonna stick we, we I think I think it's too early to abandon the strategy that the team had. Um, Which is? Last year, huh? What's the what's strategy? 
Whatever the strategy they had involved <laughs> Daniel Jones, right? Yeah. Whatever the strategy they had involved Daniel Jones, and in, and I don't, I didn't hate the moves that they made the off season. They, for whatever reason, didn't work, and I think the whatever reason didn't work is Mike Kafka. That's just my belief. I the the, the Giants without Daniel Jones ran a totally different offense than they ran with Daniel Jones. And I like the offense that they ran with uh Tommy Cutlets and um uh Tyrod Taylor. I yeah. like that offense. They threw the ball downfield. They they yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why they changed the offense um fr- from a very ultra conservative offense with uh your quarterback that you're paying 160 million dollars to and just let Tommy Cutlets and Tyrod Taylor just sling that ball <laughs> I don't it, it doesn't make sense and I, so I think if their plan was revolved around uh, Daniel Jones let's get him some wide receiver talent let's build an offensive line which is still a work in progress and figure out what we can do they went and got Darren Waller who is a uh a injury prone tight end, but still a solid good tight end when he could play. Just did not work out. No. I don't think you could just take half a season and say, all right, that's it failed. We're just gonna throw it away. So I just think the the people saying get a quarterback, um, because what we'd have to do now if a quarterback falls into our laps at that was, six, which my, I don't that's see, my next question. What if Jaden Daniels falls to six? You take him. Oh, God. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> if you, a quarterback is still sitting there at six for us that we have high up that we would have traded up to get except for number one. But any one of those guys that we might have traded up, if we can get a top three quarterback at six. Yeah, you take the quarterback. What? If, but I don't want to move up for him. What if there is a quarterback sitting there at six and that quarterback's name is national champion J.J. McCarthy? No. From the University of Michigan. <laughs> no. Now, the only reason I bring this up <laughs> no. is because there is a lot of chatter amongst the 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 uh, the connected draft nicks, right? The ones that mm-hmm. report for NFL.com and ESPN and stuff like that that say, now who knows where this information comes from? But JJ McCarthy is shooting up the boards of of several several GMs and teams as they get ready for the combine. I trust the guys there. I'd hate the combine. I hate the combine, I right? Like the combine. It's, I'm going to tell you why, why I hate it. I hate it in the terms of a skill evaluator. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Imagine someone told you what the test was going to be three months before you took the test, mm-hmm. right? You are going to study and practice for mm-hmm. the test. You'd be dumb well, they not do. to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. From the minute college football season ended, for most of these people, it was in December. Mm-hmm. They have been practicing for the combine. Yes. That's it. Yep. To look as good as they can. And the ones that don't go to the combine, going to do it at their pro day. Right. Yep. It, it, and that's even more crazy because that's that's your own bubble. Right, <laughs> the drills that you run are the ones that you decided you're gonna run. Mm-hmm. So what I see at the combine never impresses me. 
except for speed and strength. I'm not going to lie. Speed and strength always get you, and that's what gets you every time. That's why John Ross was a top 10 pick. <laughs> that's in, why in, Anthony Richardson people were creaming their jeans over Anthony Richardson last year because he had like a 90-inch vertical leap. And it wasn't 90, but it was huge, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I like the combine, not as a, oh, he's going to be, he's a good football player. There is not a single GM or scout that is going to the combine and saying, oh, you ran a 4-3-4 instead of a 4-4-2 in the 40? You're our guy. No, that doesn't happen. Nobody is being surprised at the combine by somebody's skill. Not not in the NFL. I think they are. No, I don't think like, they are. Because I, I think, like I said, I think John Ross, when he ran the fastest or the second fastest time in combine history, it shot him to the first round. He did not have first round projection anytime. Okay. But so when they see that kind of speed, somebody's going to take you. There's okay. So there's GMs that do dumb things. There always are. Right. <laughs> he, he did go to the Bengals. So, <laughs> so like there are those, but I don't think now it might put somebody on somebody's radar. Like, mm-hmm. who's that again? Okay, because you're a GM. You don't know all 400 people that are going into the or draft eligible, right? There's just no way you can know. That's why you have that's why you, you have scouting teams of like 30 people, right? That's why your draft room has, you know, 30 people all making their cases for people. But there isn't a GM that's going to, especially if you're at the top of the draft. If you're at the top of the draft, you're not going in there and be like, oh, wait a minute. Who's this young buck out there doing silly things no everybody's got ideas and and mm-hmm. they're there the biggest reason they're there is for the interview pur- purposes so because yes. you you get your five minutes to sit down one-on-one with these one-on-one with these kids and just see how they think and how they communicate and and like what comes but out of their mouths but to me that's fake they've been they've been they've been schooled by agents they've been oh, for sure They've been prepped by coaches on what to do and what to say. Like, it's just like, I, I don't know. You have to do your scouting mm-hmm. way before the combine. Oh, oh, they do. Yeah. The combine is almost just for us. Oh, it is 100%. It's not for them. Yeah. The, the combine yeah. Is, is so we can see it. And so NFL Network can have Rich Eisen go out there and run his 40-yard dash for St. Yep. Jude's. Like, it, that, that's what it's for. It is a huge spectacle. It's an event. NFL uses it to keep the NFL chatter up throughout the because mm-hmm. it's February. Uh, what are people going to talk about? NBA and hockey? No, we got to talk spring about training is coming spring up. Training? We can't talk about that. <laughs> we got to talk about the NFL, right? So I get, I get that. I get why it exists. I, I, I think I don't think anybody's needles get get moved, but I do think that interview process is important, and I think that that's where they things get narrowed down from there because, like, because then you because you get like 30 visits or whatever like you can have like 20 people come to mm-hmm. your the you know top 30 pick or whatever 30 visits you know you have all that stuff i think that's just all part of the process like i don't think anybody's coming out of the out of the combine that isn't like somebody like us that says oh, that's the guy right there yeah and like i don't know i just it's i i don't like it i don't like the combine i think it i think it artificially boosts people because of what the media does to them. That's how people like a Mitch Trubisky could get thrown up there in the mix. That's mm-hmm. how the Trey Lances could get thrown in the mix. That people we've seen, we like most of the people 
who follow those guys, they've seen them play for two, three years, Mm -hmm. right? They're not going to be surprised (laughs) by what they see. Mm -hmm. Like, so when, when the Giants go against Daniel Jones and I'm like, who are you, Daniel Jones? Why are you not getting Haskins, who was a 50-touchdown guy in, in, in Ohio State? Why are we getting this guy? Like, it's a little weird, but man, it turned out to not be bad. But I'm just uh, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Jerry's still out on that, too. Uh, so Dan, Daniel Jones is a $47 million cap hit this year. Just a reminder. Uh, mm-hmm. Possible out after next year with only $22 million in dead cap. Uh mm-hmm. Like unless he balls out, he, he's not going to be a giant in twenty twenty five. There's just no way he's got a ball. He's got a he's got a ball. That's not true. No, no, no. because he has to. Because all right, so let's say, let's say that they they're pa- okay. I I can see that, but they didn't have to pick a quarterback in the draft, and yeah. they're one of those teams that are now have to. And unless they're really bad. It's gonna cost you. There's their sixth pick bad this year. Yeah, but that quarterback that they just spent all that money missed half the season. He, he wasn't lighted it, up before that, though. But that's the first half of the season was the toughest part of the schedule. Playing the San Francisco's, the Dallas's, the the like that was a you gotta tough play Dallas run. both. You gotta play Dallas twice, right? You gotta play the Eagles yeah, twice. We played Dallas twice in that run. We played San Francisco, we played Buffalo, we played Miami. Like we had that was our tough run. And mm-hmm. then the run with Tyrod Taylor come, which was always the thing. I always knew those first games were gonna be difficult, right? And I figured that the second half of the schedule would get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It did. And I think had we had uh DJ in some of those situations, our record would look a little bit better. Do I think we were that good of a team? No, but I think our record would have been better. We would have beaten um the Saints, probably. We would have be- we would have beaten, uh, we did beat the Packers. Uh, the Rams beat the brakes off us. I didn't expect that. But <laughs> there was um, the Seahawks would have been a better game, like with with the with the with Daniel there instead of what we had. I think those were winnable games that we could have we we should have taken advantage of. Uh, and I think the Jets game was one of those games as well that we should have won. Uh, we were winning most of that game, and then it got crazy at the end. But I think if Daniel's there, DJ's there, we win that game. So, like I said, the tough schedule. He gets hurt. We s- still pull out five, six games. So, I think if we if we stink again, and I stink means we have to win five, less than six games, which if you look at our schedule, it's possible. It's a tough schedule. If we win less than six games, you're right. He's got to go, and they got to find a way to move up in the draft to get him, to get a quarterback. Um, but if we're hovering around that eight wins, eight win, nine win season, you, what do you what do you do? You 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 just drop him, and you got him for twenty two million dollars the next year as a cap hit. Yeah, you can drop him, but you're already paid to you. You got to yeah, pay him. So the 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 hard part with Daniel Jones is. His money is not reflective of his production, right? And and but but that's a lot of but what, the, why rec- quarterbacks. But the money is what you have to pay a quarterback, right? So, mm-hmm. to to in in my mind, and I could be wrong, but in my mind, coming 
the being a $41 million cap hit the next year and then a $58 million cap hit the following year. You got to be good. You got to be really good for that. Because otherwise, if, you're, if your numbers are replaceable, mm-hmm. then replace them. Well, I'm replace cheaper. them. Yeah, replace them cheaper. And, 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 that's, and that's where I met with, and unfortunately, that's, that's, that's the reality of the Bears and having the number one pick and what they're more than likely going to do, which is draft Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields. Just, ugh. and, 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 and I don't, I don't even think it's a reflection of, they think Justin Fields is a bad quarterback. And I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's now, if you talk to fans, it's like, uh, they'll pull up every fucking number on the face of the earth to, to prove a point in one direction or the other. I think if but, they didn't have the number one pick, they would still have Justin Fields. They still, but, but then you're saying that the numbers are replaceable. You're saying that you believe that Caleb Williams coming out his rookie year is going to have je- as good of a season as a guy who's been in the league two, three years, who knows the system a little bit better and has a chance and has gotten better in that system mm-hmm. and will probably be better. It will probably be better this year. You're saying that Caleb can come in and just replace the production. I don't see that happening. Now here's here's just the mm-hmm. Justin Fields statistically, like every measurable number, is bottom third in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's replaceable. It's a hundred percent replaceable. Like but from, from a rookie, someone who could probably he could probably be be bottom third. Just Bryce Young he, had more passing yards than Justin Fields last year. Right, Bryce Young. He was. He had. What's them had more wins than him? Yeah, wins aren't a quarterback <laughs> stat. They're not. They're not. Right. You probably and, had. And and, and that and that Carolina touchdown. team was terrible. That Carolina team was terrible. So the Bears even got wins out of Tyson Bajit last year, right? And not mm-hmm. like Tyson Bajit wasn't very good. Justin Fields was not. Justin Fields flashes mask the the consistent underperforming right and and this is and i think justin fields is going to be a good quarterback in the nfl and i think you have to hit some guys take time and i think you need to have that time but i think because they have the number one pick it affords them the opportunity to take the a the best quarterback in the draft which has proven to be the right chi- right choice more times than not when drafting in when drafting, right? At the mm-hmm. most position in, most important position in football. And then because Justin Fields is not a bad quarterback, it's not like they're trading Matt Rosen. It's not like they're they're dumping, you know, whoever. They still have trade he has still has trade value. I don't know what that trade value is yet. We don't know where it'll be until it's until it happens. Mm-hmm. But there is trade value there, right? Because you still have two more years of control of an ascending quarterback who is a freak of an athlete that could potentially lead a team uh, on the cusp, right? Could do it. I'm looking at his numbers. They're all better than the previous year that he was there. Oh, yeah. Every year he's, he's gotten better every year. A hundred percent. Right. And his his touched his interceptions is going down. His touchdown stayed pretty much the same. Um, his fumbles went down. His rushing yards did go down. He played two less games than he played before. Like, 
I, I'm like, there. And that's probably. I, I, I just. I, but I'm, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is I don't know if Caleb Williams comes in and does any better. You don't. You you don't. You don't know that. Uh, but but what you're if you are drafting a player to replace a player, right? Particularly in this situation, you are saying, and and I I, I think it's not in a, it's not necessarily immediate, but you're saying. In two years, is Caleb Williams going to be better than Justin Fields in two years? Because that's when they have to make a that's when they have to make a contract decision. Mm-hmm. Because Justin Fields, you know, if they keep Justin Fields, then they 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 definitely take the fifth year option, right? Yeah. Because they're not going to pull a Daniel Jones in the New York Giants. They're going to take the fifth year option. So they have they would have two full years of control, relatively cheap at a, at a position of importance, right? With a guy who's a freak of an athlete who has gotten better every year. But has consistently been bottom third of the NFL in in quarterback statistics and production, uh, and 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 even if you do the advanced metrics, the EPA or the uh, the negative result plays, like it's it's real high, it's real high, and all these things, right? Uh, and it's unfair to compare him to guys like Mahomes because Mahomes is like the best at all of these things. So you even like middle of the road, he doesn't. He doesn't match well against Real of Road and historically doesn't match well against other quarterbacks uh, progression wise, right? All, all fine. He terrible situation in Chicago. It's only because they have the first pick that they're willing that they will make this move. And and I don't think it's I don't think it's like an easy decision. It's like, hey, pff, hit the road, Jack, because they like this dude. He's the face of the franchise. And and that's it, it's just it's just the nature of the beast in which is the NFL and, and how you got to build a team. And and I, I, I get that. But my thing is, I feel I wish if he was Daniel, um, Daniel Jones position, mm-hmm. he's been in the league six years. Right. Probably you, you, you like him, but I've got the number one pick. Right. Mm hmm. I can see that a guy has been around for a while. You've seen him. You know where his ceiling is. Probably you know everything. I get that, right? I I'm probably one more year from now. I'm going away from him, right? Justin Fields is in year three. He's you've got him for two more years. This is year four. This will be year four. You got him for two more years solidly. Mm-hmm. Still relatively Agreed. cheap. Agreed. Still relatively cheap. If you trade that pick, the bevy of picks that you will get. Oh, I know. And, and if you want to, you can use those picks in any time in the next two years to go back to number one or the top two or top three to get a quarterback of your liking. That is Maybe. almost assured. If you are a bad team, like, I don't think that whoever goes and gets Caleb Williams, one of these bad teams, are automatically going to be good. Oh, I no. think the pick that you take from them next year will probably also be a top five. And if you are not good, you will still be in the top five. <laughs> yeah. You can package you the, but that's what I'm saying. But if Justin Fields turns out next year and he is not what you think, you've got the picks to be in the same position you are now. One year and you've made you've assured it, and it's it's cost you almost nothing. It's cost you almost nothing to do that. Oh no, because I, I, I agree. That's why. That's why I just think that by saying that you're saying that you think Caleb Williams is a better player 
than Justin Fields. That's what you're saying. If you mm-hmm. truly believe that Caleb Williams is a better player than Justin Fields is, sure, make the well, deal. The, and and, and that's what that's why that's that. what I think they'll do. That's if if they're making the move, right? For all in all that stuff you say make makes sense, right? Because if you if you do get those picks and you're getting forward picks. And you're I mean, you always say if you always have multiple first round picks, you always have options. You've got it. Uh, yes. Right? The the thing about this quarterback draft class is, and, and I know th- it feels like it could sit every year, right? And I'm not going to use the G word because I hate the G word because it never applies to anybody. It's applied once, and his mm-hmm. name was Peyton Manning, right? And then maybe once before that, his name was John Elway, and those are like the, <laughs> those are like the only two, right? Mm-hmm. And John Elway wasn't even the best quarterback of his generation. He was just that that talent. Right? Yeah, the winner. So if you if you do that, and, and this is another thing I've seen a lot of the ranking of quarterbacks from the last ten drafts or whatever, uh, from a from a pure prospect position, Caleb Williams is always number one or number two, uh, trading spots with Trevor Lawrence, and always from prospect position above Joe Burrow. Above and what surprised me is Bryce Young. I saw one that had Bryce Young ranked as like number six, like the sixth best quarterback prospect of the last ten years, which is my is probably a hundred percent accurate, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because it's all pure prospect. You're taking, you're saying Caleb Williams' floor is higher than Justin Fields' floor because mm-hmm. we know what Justin Fields has produced. Right? Will he produce more in a new system? Possibly. Will he be better? Possibly. He's being more mature. Will he? Will he ever? Will things click for him this year? We don't know. But from a pure passer perspective, Caleb Williams' floor is definitely higher than Justin Fields' floor, and Caleb Williams should be able to produce the same numbers as Justin Fields from from a passing passing perspective mm-hmm. that he has in the previous year because Justin Fields has consistently been bottom bottom third if not bottom of the bottom of the NFL in certain statistics. Wouldn't that have to do with the, what they did in college? You'd have to look at the, the person that we Caleb saw Williams was a better passer than Justin Fields in college too. But the per, the quarterback we saw Justin Fields in college does not look like the quarterback we see in, in Chicago bears. He's a lot of the same. so I saw another statistic too, and I didn't realize this in college, Justin Fields only had, I don't even know if it's half a dozen 300-yard passing games, right? And he only averaged two-something a game, right? So, like that low two area, which he does not do in the NFL. He does not He does not average, because if you average 240, I think you get 4,000 yards, right? He hasn't even eclipsed 3,000 yards yet. So, when we're talking about Mitch Trubisky's uh Phantom Menace season uh, of Darth Maul is better than any passing season that Justin Fields has had. Justin Fields in his Ohio State 2019 Mm -hmm. had in 14 games, 3,273 yards and 41 touchdowns. Okay. And the next year he had eight, he played six less games and that was the COVID year and had, was it COVID 2020? Yes. Yeah. And had twenty one hundred. He was on pace to have a better year mm-hmm. than the year. So his his passing numbers were actually pretty good. His percentages, completion his- percentage was over seventy percent. Mm-hmm. Like his 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 passing yards were 
he was a better passer. Now, of course, he he's not playing in a USC system with Lincoln Riley as his quarterback, mm-hmm. which is what I think. And this is why I think the why I think I'm not too high on Caleb Williams is because of the Lincoln Riley system. Mm-hmm. I think it's going. I think. I think Lincoln Riley puts his quarterbacks in the best position to look as good as they can to get drafted. I I think Lincoln Riley produces the most non NFL uh, ready system in. They look good though. And, they and, definitely and look it's good. It's all predicated on slow developing long distance chunk plays, and I I just I, and and I I'm I'm not even gonna I, I don't even give a rant's ass about Lincoln Riley or uh, I just think from and this is if and this is if Caleb Williams is the Bears' choice. If the Bears don't feel a quarterback is the right is the right go, then I get it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's Caleb Williams or if it's Drake May or if it's even Jaden Daniels, they have they then we still have those options where they can move they can move out of one and still get their guy and still get picks, right? Because we know the commanders want the number one position, right? Yes. I don't know what they'll give up. Like move, doing that one spot move is stupid, but doing that one spot move to the number one <laughs> so you can get your guy. There's all there's lots of there's lots of different things that go with it, right? So if the Bears do do that move and they get a quarterback that they want, I get it. That's fine. I have no problems w- with that. I I really don't have a problem with because I. And the thing is, I love Justin Fields. He's my, he's like my favorite bear that's existed in a very long time. And, I, <laughs> and I'm going to be very sad when he's gone. But I do, I do, if you ask me to bet on it right now, I would bet that he is not a bear come draft night. It's possible. I think I that just would don't be... think it's happening. And I don't, and it's not because I want it to be that way. I just think that's what's going to be the case. So. I, I had to go back and see his quarterbacks. I had to go back and see Riley's quarterbacks. Baker, Kyler, Jalen Hurts. Um, then he had uh, Stidham. Was not Stidham. Who was this guy? Uh, Spencer Rattler. And mm-hmm. then he had Caleb Williams. I Like I said, I, I really think it's just, I think it's that system. They look good. They look really good. But all those but guys you just said were good could, quarterbacks, good NFL quarterbacks, and they've all had better passing years in, in their worst year than Justin Fields' best passing year as a quarterback. Yeah. That that's the that's <sighs> the thing. Like I, I hate I hate that that's the situation because I, I think that he's a guy that just needs time. And when they drafted him, offensive coordinator, they they need a decent coordinator. They need a decent system. They need weapons that just like every quarterback needs, and he needs time. And some guys just take time. And when Justin Fields was drafted, everybody wanted to start. And I remember uh, uh, Matt Nagy is like, "Well, he's just not ready to start yet." Like, oh, you're throwing Andy Dalton out there. He can't be worse than Andy Dalton. Well, he was (laughs) worse than Andy Dalton, right? And that's part of the problem. But Justin Fields had those crazy flashes where you remember that. That rookie year, he had a run against the 49ers. They were down in the red zone, and he avoided like 17 different sacks and then ran in for the touchdown. You're like, that's what we want. That's Justin yeah. Fields. That's what. And then the next year, he had like 
10 of those sorts of runs. And you're yeah. and they were like for 60 plus he ran yards for like apiece. 10 touchdowns and 1100 yards. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> this, but he couldn't throw the ball consistently enough. He could throw the ball well at times. And sometimes you throw, you throw a dot and you're like, how did he do that? How did he just throw that dot? He hasn't thrown anything like that all year. I, I would take that in a be the guy who runs I know, for 1100 yards touch, touchdowns. Like, I don't want him to he go. He will get better. He will get you would better. Think. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. Like gotta I, get I, better. I, I agree, but I think there's there's just this it just it's just going to happen. Just because and it, and I don't think it's because of this this stupid rookie quarterback clock and I don't think it's the paying thing. I think it's in 2 years when you have to when you have to make that decision on Justin Fields because you're you 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 you're not going to uh the only, the only way you would uh 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 what you call it uh, franchise tag him is if he is a top 10 quarterback and if he's a top 10 quarterback then you're just like okay that's fine we'll figure out how to pay him but what you have to <laughs> is he going to be a top 10 quarterback in two years, and I just, I just don't know if that's that's uh, going to be the case. I, I wouldn't. I'm not betting that. <laughs> no, exactly. But that's <laughs> what not... that's where you need him to be. And if he's not going to be that, then you're better off with a with a high floor, high ceiling, top of the draft quarterback. I, all right. So I had to look it up. I had to look this up because when I said 1,100 yards. And ten touchdowns. Oh, he had an amazing it, year running the ball. Here. It was giving me Mike Vick vibes, right? Oh, sure, sure. Just to, yeah. so I looked up Mike Vick's first six yard years in the league passing. Oh, they're the not ball. good. Yeah, they're not good. Fields is hands down better passer than Mike oh, yeah. Vick was. For but sure, Mike Vick got better though. Yeah, Mike Vick became a better passer. You were able to live with him being a pro bowler for three years with astronomical rushing yards and mediocre passing yards. And his team still won games. For sure. Well, that's another thing with the Bears. They haven't won games either. But that, once again, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I think think he has the talent mm -hmm. to grow. He's already shown that he can be a guy that gets you Seven eight hundred yards rushing a year, seven eight rushing I'm, touchdowns dude, plus the three thousand yards passing. Justin. Like he can get three thousand, he will get to three thousand yards passing 35, 3300. Just has to give him the time. And I know I'm arguing with you, and you're like, I love Justin. Fields. Yeah, I listen. I I, I am in I this. Think you're made, I think you're just making peace. I think you've made peace with yourself that you don't think Justin Fields is going to be there, and because he's he should, you know, he should. It it I want him to be, but I it, it listen. If the Bears, and and I am oh, I am I am fine. I am I've always been fine with your decision. Do I do I prefer Justin Fields to the field? Yes, I do <laughs> because he, and this is more heartstring than anything else because he's my guy. Right. <laughs> this is the guy that had. I want to see him be a bear for his career, and I want him to be victorious as as Chicago bear. Right. Like I want. But here's the thing, and this is and this I, I I don't think this is unique to the Bears, but I think it's unique to the Bears in the fact that the Bears are a historic franchise, an original five or ten or whatever they are. They've been around for a hundred plus years. They've never been successful in the quarterback position. When Jay Cutler, who I love too, I I, mm-hmm. I I remember 
in, in our long running Skype chat, or like, <laughs> I believe I said at one time, Jay Cutler is one of my favorite bears. And, and, and a member of that chat said, You're insane. I said, No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> he just is. He For me, he ranked up there with those the guys from 85 i love walter payton us it's he, he just fell. That, that is a high bar to set for someone like listen <laughs> but if you if you like a guy if you're just like right. oh god this is right. the guy that i yeah. he just you like him over whether anyone else likes it him, doesn't it's it irrational it's 100 percent irrational jay cut was jay cutler the best quarterback ever no was he the best bears quarterback ever unfortunately yes and <laughs> yes, that that's historic right like that team has been historically bad at that position. So when they got Justin Fields, it's like, oh, they finally got a guy at this position and he's going to be successful. And God damn it, I want him. I will die. I will go down on that ship waiting for him to be successful. And that's the, <laughs> that's the truth. He, he, he should. He should. And oh, man. I'm, if, if, I'm going to tell you something. This I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to say, if, the Bears get rid of Justin Fields. He's going to be a pro bowler the next year. He's going to be great. You know, <laughs> that would be I another know. bad quarterback move that the Bears. <laughs> Unless Caleb Williams is great. But, but be, knowing but knowing the Bears history, then but he's, he's not thing, going though, right? to like, be. But, but that, that, that's that true. If, if the same people that have been running the Bears from a, a player development standpoint are the same ones that have been there for the last hundred years. They're not right. Like, so that, that's like, think, think about it. like the Bengals were always bad at drafting quarterbacks until they weren't right. No, they, well, yeah. Drafting quarterbacks. Cause they had, they traded for boomer. I mean, oh, and they, they, they had Carson Palmer, but uh, like, so th- yeah, they, they had, a, they've had some time. Andy but, Dalton's not bad. <laughs> but Andy Dalton was like a, a fourth or fifth rounder. Right. Yeah. But like, Teams are bad at things until they're not right. Like I, the, the the current front office, this is, this is their third, third year is so different than every every previous front office they've ever had. Like you, you, you just know, like the decision process is way different, right? Like the guy before him, Ryan Pace was all, we came from that saints uh, school of building a team where we, we backload every contract. We go after names. We're building a fantasy franchise. Yeah. All right. Where uh, Ryan Poles comes from Kansas City uh, and and that that mentality. And he brings a he brings a very statistics and analytics driven. Uh, he's, he's he comes from his scouting background. You know, like there's lots of things that are associated with it. And there's their decision making process is so much different. And you can tell it's different because just because of last year, if the Bears having the first overall pick, even with Justin Fields being after his second year, the previous regime would have drafted Bryce Young, right? And then probably kept Bryce Young and Justin Fields on the same team and then let them fight <laughs> it out, determine who's the best quarterback, right? And then the Bears last year, they traded down, they took a freaking right tackle at number nine, right? Which ended up being a good pick, right? Like those sorts of things, those sorts of decisions are prudent decisions that good teams make, tend to make, right? I would say this. I think... Yes, there are. He's going to make good decisions. I think quarterback evaluating is there's only a few people who can do it. Mm-hmm. And yes, he can make every one of the right moves at every other position. But picking a quarterback—that's why you do it at tricky. one. That's why you do it at <laughs> one because one, 
you're taking the best quarterback in the draft, right? And if you if we went down the list, is more times than not the right pick. Yes. And and not and not just like it's a coin toss. It's like 80-20. If you're taking that quarterback at one, you're more than likely making the right choice at quarterback, particularly in that particularly in that draft class. And then potentially like those number one draft picks make Pro Bowls. So those number one draft picks, you know, throw for four thousand yards. Those number one draft picks tend to do these things that you would expect high caliber quarterbacks to do. Right. And that's just that's just that's just what it is. If you if you're there, like I said, if they weren't at number one, this isn't even a debate. If they're at number one, they're taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Like like if the Panthers gifted them two or three, yeah, yeah. they're taking Marvin Harrison Jr. hundred percent. But they, I think they gave him a number one. They gave him number one, which is where which is the most important position in the draft class in the draft. And at the most important and the most important position has been has one of the most talented prospects. It's all prospect because we don't know what he's going to do on the NFL field, mm-hmm. but that's the, the draft is a gamble. And you have one of the highest rated prospects at the most important position sitting to you gifted in a spot that shouldn't be yours, but it is. And I think that that's the part that I'm like, that's why I wouldn't take it. Cause oh, the, that's house money, baby. Sp- what it, do you it, do? It, what do you do in the casino with house money? You, I, I gamble it. I, yes, exactly. That's it. You turn, turn that turn into it. more house. Models. Exactly. With picks, I'm going to then take, okay. get rid and, of, and, and that's get way, more pick. That's my. But pick. and here's I the think thing. if 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 they would have earned that number one pick, and Justin Fields went out there and threw bunches of stinkers, and he we clearly but he did picking, throw a bunch of stinkers though. That's the thing. He threw more stinkers the, than not stinkers. That's the problem for the ninth pick though. Eighth and ninth pick, which which is improvement on the year before when oh, he for sure. got three wins. Right? Yes. So uh, to me, I'm like, if we were to earn that, I'm like, okay, that's two years. We're picking the top two. We're not getting better. This is not my guy. I'm going to I'm going a different direction. And that's how it felt. Once that pick got gifted to me, I would have said, I, I gotta make I gotta turn this into more money. I've oh, gotta no. turn this uh, into more picks. That's I'm how there, I I'm there with that at. too. Like there is but, not. I don't think the Bears make, in my opinion, a wrong, a move. bad decision. I don't think there's a bad decision in this. I just think it's whatever the decision is, it's their decision. And it's like, okay, this is this is what you want to do. Let's let's make it work. And and if and if it is trading back and getting just a boatload of picks and a player, then get that boatload of picks and a player and let's figure it out. And or if it's well, we're going to trade Justin and we're going to take Caleb here. Okay, let's figure it out. We can move that number nine pick around. Like if there's, you know, if somebody falls to that spot or if there's availability, like if, if maybe that's maybe that's the pick, you know, who knows? But the opportunity is there. Like you said, when you have multiple picks in the first round, you have options. They have more options than any team usually has, right? They have the number one pick gifted to them. So they're not the worst team and they're, they're an ascending roster. So they're not bottom of the barrel roster wise. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it's just it's just opportunity, and like there's two ways to gamble it, right? You gamble it on on the the blue chip, which the Bears usually do not get blue chip <laughs> players. Yes. Yeah. Or do you gamble at the potential for maybe there maybe there's more blue chips, and like you said, maybe they would trade up to a but will it's bird in the hand, two in the bush. Will there be a quarterback of this caliber right. in a Next in year. a future draft a class? You don't yeah. know that. You don't. You don't. Like, and and 
I think the Bulls, the Bill Bulls, the Bears are damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because let's say they decide to trade back and Caleb Williams becomes yep. the next Mahomes. Then yep. we're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. God, then then <laughs> this, oh, God. Then there's a franchise that passed on Mahomes, which they <laughs> still get reminded of every time they play Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that they didn't pick Mahomes and they could have? And then they're also, but can you believe they didn't take Caleb Williams when they could have? Right? And because it's already happening with CJ flipping Stroud. He only had a <laughs> season. Can you believe that he take CJ Stroud? Like, well, yeah, they weren't in they weren't in the quarterback market last year. There was they were not. They were not. And, and I'm gonna say if Caleb Williams was in the draft last year, they were probably still trading that pick and getting a ton mm-hmm. more. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Right. It's the smart, now, smart now they're in a situation where it's like we know who Justin is, we know what he's done, we know what we know what his baseline is. Will that baseline get better? We hope it does, but that baseline is already below what we believe Caleb Williams' baseline is, right? Because his numbers are extremely replaceable from a passing standpoint. From a running position, no. From a from a leadership, like here he, here's the thing that really got me today, and I saw this stat. Outside of DJ Moore, how many touchdown passes? That Justin Fields throw to a wide receiver. To wide receiver, I he's gonna say that wide receiver thing. Uh, for his for his career, probably not many. The either, whole season, but the whole season. Just, so DJ Moore had nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. How Mooney many? He had more, to have at least one or two. How many more? Okay, there were two more. When was the what week was the last one thrown to another wide receiver, and who was that wide receiver? I'm gonna say Mooney was the wide receiver. Mooney was week one. Okay, and he threw it to one other wide receiver. <laughs> I don't even know another wide receiver on that team. It was week two to Chase Claypool. <laughs> Chase Claypool wasn't on the team. <laughs> wow! And then listen, though. And it was Cole. It was Cole Komet. Now, Cole now Komet here, and, he, and DJ Moore. I can't blame him. Now there's statistics to this too, like that are just like, well, of course he threw it because. Freaking DJ Moore and Cole Komet caught over 80% of the throws that were thrown to him, while the other receivers caught less than 50% of what was thrown to him. <laughs> That's what I, said. I can't blame so, him. Like, and that was with Darnell Moody, right? Like Darnell Moody two years ago was a thousand yard receiver. Mm-hmm. Was not a thousand yard receiver <laughs> the year before when he was number one with Justin Fields. Was definitely not a thousand yard receiver this last year. And it's not yeah. going to be a bear next year. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So. It's like, what's right and what's wrong? It's hard, right? Because it's like, on one hand, you have DJ Moore and Justin Fields were the number one quarterback wide receiver combo from a passer rating in the like the number one pair. Uh-huh. Like when Justin Fields threw to DJ Moore, he like a passer rating of like one forty seven, and he caught twelve hundred yards and nine touchdowns. Right. On the other hand, the rest. And it's not good. <laughs> but the rest of wait, the rest are still gonna be there if Caleb Waves is throwing them. That's the ball. that's the thing though. But every team has the rest. Right? Some teams every team has like- the rest. Now like, like so let's take and, and it's unfair comparison because it's Patrick Mahomes. He's the best quarterback <laughs> on the face of the earth, right? Yes. His team is the rest. His wide receivers are trash. <laughs> He's got Kelsey. And the rest, and, the rookie, and, and he still and the throws for forty two hundred yards. Yes, 
right? And that system said, is this the system? Oh, <laughs> that is not. That, that he is. That he is. They have a very good system. Yes, I. I but don't. I, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna be honest with you. If you put Mahomes in that Bears jersey, I don't think he's a 44, 4400 yard passer. I think they run a crazy offense. <laughs> I think the. I think he gets sacked fifty times because he's not as mobile as Justin Fields. But, but he's and he's, his wide receivers it can't get open. I, here, here's a, here's now here's another number that is undeniable. Justin Fields. Is scramble rate is the highest in the NFL, and it's not entirely due to offensive line problems, right? Because he's not so he's not quick. He doesn't make the quickest decisions. No, that's part of the problem. Yeah, and his and his a lot of a lot of his throws are not have low success rate values associated with them. And that and that's those these are all these are statistics, right? And like statistics prove points or whatever. Like I, let's, like I said, I, either way, I'm fine. I prefer Justin Fields because I like Justin Fields. He's my guy. I wanted to do it, but I understand. I see, I see the big picture that says this is very replaceable. This is the time you take that number one pick, even though you may have, you may like Fields. You have this to may, it. this may, everything else may, I can th- things may not align like this again. Yes, I may get the number one pick. You hope they never do. But Caleb Williams may not be there. Yeah, you hope they never happen again. <clears throat> I don't. We spent way too much time talking on that. I didn't want to talk about it at all. Because <laughs> oh. it angers the blood. <laughs> oh, man. Like that. What? Okay. I've said we're going to continue to talk about this. Okay. And now, now the hypothetical, he's gone. I don't think you get more than a third round pick for him. Oh, I, th- I think you do. And, and here's, here's why I think you get more than a third round pick. The reports have already come out that there are several teams interested in attempting to trade for fields at the senior bowl. Right. At the senior bowl. Yes. Which was two weeks ago. I think, I think this is the best time to trade him. I, I Oh yeah. If, if this, you don't trade him when you get Caleb, Lee. it will That's be, after, I mean. it, it will be at, or shortly after the combine, a lot like the, the trading the first pick was last year. I think whatever move they're doing happens like beginning of March because yeah, that, then, then you're, Justin Fields is off the books for you. you. Don't have to pay the team bonuses or anything like that that associated with his contract. Whoever else pick him up. I think whatever whatever decision happens, it's going to be after the combine where every general manager is in the same building talking. And the 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 truth of the matter is, and as much as it bothers some people, self included a little bit, is the Bears are. One, they're on the clock, but they're like the most important team right now in the draft because they hold that number one pick. So it's it's it, and they know what they did last year. So I I, I don't it, it it it's gonna happen soon. And I just hope I hope to God he goes to a team that I don't feel gross about cheering for. Cheering for the Atlanta Falcons will be that team. Falcons, Steelers, Steelers. Everyone says the the money is on. Russell Wilson going to Steelers. I don't particularly see it, but I don't know. I I think I like Fields in a in a Steelers uniform more than I like uh, Russell Wilson in that uniform. Yes, but Justin Fields is from Georgia, and I will say this: if the Bears do deal him, they're going to try to do right by him and try to put him in a spot where he wants to be. I mean, if that opportunity 
aligns and the pieces are there, right? They're not they're not gonna just they're actually like give them away, right? So it goes to a team he wants to be on. But I, I mean, think I think also, man, you trade fields, there's no mystery. We know you're going for Caleb Williams in the number one pick. We might as well mm-hmm. just write him off the book right now. Just to take mm-hmm. him off the board. Fine. Um but then there's no trading. There's no no one's gonna trade. No one's even gonna reach out for trades at that point in time anymore. But like, what if you lose what if Caleb mystery. Williams isn't their guy though? What if it is Drake May? <laughs> but see, so what 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 if it is Jaden Daniels? Like, what if it is? What if they see this? They're like, all right, because Jaden Daniels was pretty amazing last year, and he got yeah. better as the year went on. And yeah, I've, 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 I saw some people say Giants at Jaden. I was like. Yeah, if he's there, you, you take him, right? Like he he is an amazing dual threat, and he might be he might end up being the best quarterback in the draft. Don't know. But what if that is the Bears' guy? What if they what if they if see that's that their, if that's their guy, they don't need him at number one. No, exactly. So then you could still <laughs> then you so then you can still flop back, right? You could still trade that one back to two True. and take him at two. Or you can go one to two, two to three. Depends on what New England wants, right? Like, you know, there's opportunity there. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Can't go that far back because you no, got to get a quarterback. You, yeah, you got to get a quarterback. Because if you trade Justin Fields and then you go, <laughs> you miss out on your guy, then, then as a general manager, then you're just like, what the hell are you doing? That's, that's like fireable offense in my opinion. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Well, oh, it looks like next week we're going to talk about our, our predictions of <laughs> our way too early predictions. They'll still be way too early. It is too, way too early, but we got to do them. We were going to do them today, but. I, I had to show that cave on Thibodeau trade thing and that just spiraled <laughs> into this. Yes, it definitely did. I don't Came want cave on Thibodeau. Thibodeau. I like the dude, but I don't think I don't think he's as good I, as I y'all like think him. he is. He's he's good. He did he's, and and I think he I think he gets a raw deal. I've I've watched that guy in games and he's all over the field. Like mm-hmm. he's chasing down runners. He like he's got a motor on him that does not stop. Sure. Is he still getting better at pass rushing? Yes. He has but to, I think, huh? He has to be getting better because his pass rush win, win rate is is low. Yes, I think I think he is. He still, I think, led the Giants in sacks this year. I think, like, he still had a a good number. Hmm. Um, but I think there's too many times where he's just he's just not winning. Like you said, he's not winning. Um mm-hmm. but I think he's getting better. I think those his moves are getting better. But when he's not sacking the quarterback, I still see him out there. I don't see him taking plays off, which is yeah. which is fine. I, that's why I think he sometimes gets a bad rep cuz when he's on, the man is a forced fumble, two sack guy. Like the, after they made fun of him on the New York news and they said he was a bust he went out and absolutely destroyed the Washington Commanders. Like it was ridiculous. So, so he will forever live my memory, and I, I'm, I don't know if you remember it or not, for doing the snow angel next to a convulsing <laughs> Nick Foles. He did. He did. He That's did. all I remember. Like he he, he have never greatest... saw Nick Foles convulsing. First Doesn't of matter. All. I, I I don't think it was malicious, but that's just how he's burned in my memory. Is that it was, it was great, sir? He sacked was... Nick Foles to the point of Nick Foles 
He did convulsing not. on the ground. He went from sack to he was already on the ground to snow angel. I understand. <laughs> right next to a man, five feet away, <laughs> doing the same motions involuntarily. <laughs> I don't think he knew he was he was doing that. I don't think he was. They mimicking. probably brushed hands a couple times. I forgot about that, but yes, I do. Oh, remember I didn't. I'll never forget it. about that. That's one of those things. It's just it'll stick with me forever. Yeah, I think I think that's part of the bad rep that he gets. He never seen it. He just tackled him. Everyone everyone celebrates. Why <laughs> everyone celebrates? Wait, wait, I'll be on my deathbed. Tell Kayvon Thibodeau. He has no class <laughs> for doing snow angels next to a convulsing Nick Foles. What's that, Dan? <laughs> That'll be it. He's flatlined, but he said what he needed to say. <laughs> I need to clear the air. Gather around, children. Grandchildren, great grandchildren. Gather around. Listen, I, I like I like the guy. I thought. When I, I ain't gonna lie, when he first got there, I was like, "Oh God, I don't think I'm gonna like this guy's attitude." And I do. No. I, really like oh, I, I don't have anything against the dude at all. I just that thing is just always burning my it be in my brain. I, can't, I won't be able to let it go. Oh, listen, listen, Nick's okay. He got a championship. He's okay. He's <laughs> okay. He'll be on his deathbed. Tell Kevin Thibodeau <laughs> he hurt my feelings. Classless, <laughs> no class. Like school on Sundays, and he'll say that too. Oh no, Nick Falls, no. <laughs> oh yeah, no. But I, my team has not been, hasn't been doing much, and I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Yeah, I, I, I don't think your team's gonna do much. Well, we got free agency coming up. There'll be no free agency moves for us. There should be no free agency moves for us. They got to do something. That that's not the way to do it. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think this free agencies. If we can find a right tackle out there to cover up Evan Evan Neal and move Evan Neal inside, do it. Um, or just. Evan Neal's done. I might. I've. I've. I've written him off. I've written him off. I. I yeah. Don't. I don't know. I don't that, know. That was that's... If, if it's a technique thing, you got to show us that you're getting better in your technique two years in. Yeah. If it's a technique thing, and if it's not a technique thing, what is it? It's not. An, it's not an athleticism. It's not athleticism. It's, it's not. Just... It's not physicality. Is he like? And he's getting beat on the same moves. And I'm not a professional. So Evan Neal, I'm sorry. If you hear this, I'm sorry. I don't know. All I'm seeing is this the 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 the, the stunts on the 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 um on the defense are doing, you're getting confused. I don't know if it's you and your guard not talking. I'm talking directly to Evan Neal right now. I don't know. If you know Listen up, this. Mr. Neal. I don't know what's going on between you and your guard, the guy to your left. But your communication stinks because y'all are just letting people just whiff by you. Like, and what Micah Parsons and D- D- uh, um, Demarcus Lawrence is doing to you, it should be criminal. You you, you shouldn't allow it. You, you should probably call the police of what they're doing to you because it shouldn't happen. What if they but, did call the police? <laughs> they did nothing. They told me, sir, yeah. 
This is not a criminal event. Please call 411. Yeah, this is a non-emergency. Please clear the air for a real. You're killing me out here. It's not an emergency. <laughs> it's it's in the game. You, I, I'm calling from where they play at MetLife Stadium. I'm calling from MetLife Stadium. What's your name, sir? My name's Evan Neal. I'm getting blown up <laughs> on the right side. By who? Send... Everyone. Just, <laughs> Everyone. Send help, please. Please. And, and then you get the classic 1994 Madden ambulance drives onto the field and runs everybody <laughs> over to take Evan Neal out. He's a oh man, I I don't know. I I wanted him to be good. I want I just want the offensive line to be good. I don't care who's on it. I just want the offensive line to be good. And the man is huge. He's a monster. He should be good. He should be. But I don't know. And he got injured this year, so that stinks because we really can't talk bad about him. Right, <laughs> because... I mean, you can talk about all you want. Because he's like, oh, I didn't get to showcase what I was going to do. I had all these moves. No, no, because we didn't get to see it because he was injured. Oh, man. Oh, I know we didn't do it and we don't have time. But I did want to say one award for next year that I know I'm giving out pre- oh, oh. too early. Comeback player of the year, Devin Neal. Comeback player of the year, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, fuck that. You know, you know, I had to give that one to you. <laughs> you know it'll happen too. I do. I do. Uh, save it for next <laughs> week, Harland. And that well, now you know what my reaction is going to be too, and I'll forget by next week, and then you'll be like, "Come back, play of the year." I'm like, "Oh, who is it?" And you'd be like, "Aaron Rodgers." I'm like, "Oh, we'll probably the exact same conversation." Ooh, Evan Neal? No, no, no. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he won't be. But oh man. Yeah, that... uh, yeah. Now, 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 I'm upset just thinking about it. The man doesn't need uh, the award. He doesn't. But he didn't play last year, and he's gonna have 44, 4,500 yards and thirty touchdowns if he plays. Who else are you gonna give it to? They might as well just put his name, etch his name in the award right now. <laughs> ah, all right. Well, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? What else are you gonna do? Who knows? I don't wish ill on anyone, but if his other Achilles tendon <laughs> decided to disconnect from his leg, then that'd be fine too. Yeah, that's the that's what the only way to stop him from not getting it. I want to so know what the odds are right now for comeback player of the year in Vegas. <laughs> oh, I, I bet it's like minus five hundred or something like that. Like you have to, <laughs> you have to spend you have to bet five hundred dollars to win one hundred. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. All right, well. On that note, we should probably end this because now I'm disgusted and it's late. What are the odds? Can't find it. Oh, Vegas odds for 2024. Come back. Check back later when the odds have been released. They don't have them for comeback. Oh, yeah. This year's odds. Tua was on there plus 2,000. Damar Hamlin was the overall favorite. Yeah. He was number two on the list, wasn't he? Yeah. But when it comes out, we gotta put the we gotta bet. <laughs> it's almost it's almost, it's almost a guarantee. It's almost yeah, it's like free money right there. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. All right. right. All son right. Of, son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks, Harlan. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, I guess that was us, right? That's us. That is us. Another episode of TDs and Tangents. <laughs> we said the name. You said the name. <laughs>
Yes. TDs. We still haven't renamed it. Oh, well.